Welcome to What's Cooking with Paula Dean. Spend a little time with Paula as she talks to her fans, makes some great dishes, helps with cooking problems, and she even gives some useful tips on how to make cooking easier and a whole lot more fun. Join us each week for What's Cooking with Paula Dean. If you have any questions or would like to talk to Paula, please send an email to podcast at pauladean.com. Now, let's join Paula and see what's cooking today. Hey, y'all. Welcome to What's Cooking with Paula Dean today. Uh, it's it's a day that I'm going to take some questions and answers. Okay. Hi, I'm Pam, and I flew all the way from Washington State to see you. Today is my birthday, and I just want to say hi. And can you be my friend? Oh, Pam, I remember Pam. Pam was on this trip right by herself. She came all the way from Washington State, and uh, I wound up visiting with her maybe a little bit too long because it kind of slowed down the line. But um, this this um, this woman just, I don't know, she just got to my heart. Because like I said, I hear a lot of things that people whisper in my ear that they might not tell their neighbors or family members. So um, my heart really goes out to to some of the things. But yes, Pam, I'm your friend, girl. <laughs> your girlfriend, girl. <laughs> hey, uh, my name is Sydney. Um, I'm actually here in Savannah for a vacation. I was actually wondering, what was the very first uh, dish you, you know, cooked that became so famous? Or what's your favorite one? Sydney. <laughs> Her name was Sydney. That's a pretty name. I've never heard it uh, before. But I tell you what, I... Sunny, I could not boil water when I married, but I married at 18, which I don't recommend. But back in the 60s, you know, that's kind of what girls did. I think, I think, Sunny, what, what really put us on the map was my fried chicken and our biscuits and our hoe cakes. And, uh, my grandma taught me how to fry chicken, but I don't fry it nearly like she used to. She used to, uh, do hers kind of like the kernel. You know, she'd put it in a cast iron pot in a, in a little grease and then she'd put the lid on it and she'd kind of steam her chicken so it was soft. And I like crunchy chicken and that's the way my mother did it. So I, uh, over the years we developed what we thought was the perfect, uh, recipe and style for fried chicken. So, uh, my, my fried chicken has really evolved over the years. So I remember the first thing I made, well, I tried to make tea, and I burned that. And uh, I think my first dish that I tackled was spaghetti. But I don't think I cooked anything when I first started cooking that is famous now. (laughs) Because I had to practice and practice, I think. You know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. But I'll tell you what, one of the most popular dishes is my baked spaghetti. And that's much how I fixed it years ago. But it's it's different from that very first pot of spaghetti I made. Thanks for the question, dear.
The space that you live in really affects the way you feel. So my first recommendation is start by updating your window treatments with Smith & Noble. Smith & Noble's beautiful handcrafted blinds, drapes, shades, and shutters are custom-made just for you, and they offer different service options to fit your needs. To get started today, contact Smith & Noble to get my special limited-time offer, 25% off on your window treatments, plus free design consultation. Create a space that you're going to love. For details about my special offer, go to smithandnoble.com slash Paula. That's smithandnoble.com slash Paula. Or call 1-800-659-3300. That's 1-800-659-3300. In the South, there's a saying, and it's you dance with the one that brung you, and the one that brung us is chicken. I probably owe, besides my mother, the the greatest amount of gratitude to the chicken. But I think what makes my moms the best is the fact that moms make the best everything. You know, I like to take my chicken out and let it sit on the counter for about 45 minutes to an hour. I like to kind of bring it down to room temperature because when we add it to our our hot oil, if it's ice cold, it's going to drop that temperature, and that could really give you soggy chicken. So just remember that tip. I'm not doing that today because I'm a little short on time. But you'll find that that will really give you a nicer uh, fried chicken if you'll do that. So Grandma always taught me. I've said it a hundred times. When I was having chicken for dinner, Paula Ann seasoned your chicken that morning, honey. Put it in the refrigerator so it can just drink up all those seasonings that you put on it. And, you know, I have found today... I really have to go out and hunt very, very hard to find a two or two and a half pound chicken. Uh, They're feeding them something that causes those chickens to get so big, so quick. And a small chicken to this day is still the best. My mother always said, Paula, don't go bigger than a two and a half pound chicken. That's a tall order for today. But these breasts are so big. Look, they're the size of my face. That's a breast. So I think that I'm going to cut this breast in two, which will work just fine for me because a lot of people like just the white meat. So that'll give me like four breasts instead of two. So that'll work out great. And I always liked the white meat. I would get the breast. My father would get the breast. And my brother would get a chicken leg or something or a chicken wing. And so it was, a, it was a momentous day for my father when he had to learn to eat dark meat because my brother had found out about the chicken breast. And it was only one fryer. So I would get one. My brother would get one. And then Daddy would get skinnier because he would get a chicken leg or a chicken wing. Years ago when I was in my very first little restaurant, And it was called The Lady back then. And we did taste test after taste test. And this seemed to be everybody's favorite. I've got three eggs, three beaten eggs, a little water, and now I'm going to add a cup of my hot sauce. And I know right now you're probably saying, whoa, Paula, that's going to be so hot we can't eat it. But it's really not. You don't have any of the heat but just the flavor. That's all you're gonna have. So 
we're going to dunk our chicken. And I really like, if I have time, uh, y'all, I like to go ahead and put this in the refrigerator and let this sit for a couple of hours. You know, and it's funny, my grandmother taught me so much along the way. I mean, really, basically, three-quarters of what I know about the kitchen. But I don't fry my chicken like my grandmother did. That's strange. I remember her chicken like it was yesterday. Because it's the best. And she would do it. See my mouth just watering while I'm talking about it. And she would do it uh, old-school Southern style in a cast-iron skillet. You know, it's like Sunday morning, fried chicken. It's like these these smells bring me back. Fried green tomatoes, my mama would do. Now, you can see the way I'm placing it in my skillet, y'all. I'm turning the legs in opposite direction. Your touch, your smell, your sight. Look at this beautiful chicken. And people will say, Paula, what makes your chicken so good? It touches it. It gets everything. Have you ever been in your kitchen and frying something and it was quiet and it was peaceful? Hear that sound? What does it remind you of? (laughs) Well, I can tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of um, the love that my mother and my grandmother and my aunts had for the wonderful art of cooking. the love among our family for each other. Uh, In fact, the love my grandmother had for her customers that came into her restaurant at River Bend when I was a small child. Uh, Takes me back to those safe years, you know what I mean? When your feet were under your mother's table and your daddy's table and your grandmother and granddaddy's table when you knew nothing could hurt you because they were going to protect you and keep you safe, you didn't have a worry in this world except what was your next new swimsuit going to look like. I like my cast iron pan to be full of chicken. It's so hard to just cook two or three pieces, y'all, you, you, you just can't get it regulated. So, you know, don't worry about there's only two of you. Go ahead and fry that whole chicken because I'm here to tell you, honey, makes the best chicken salad you've ever seen. Just pull off that crust, take that meat off the bone, and that seasoning is already there. Add some celery and onions and mayonnaise, bald egg, and you at the finish line. You know, most of your grandmothers and grandfathers will have cast iron. Well, whatever you do, don't throw it out. Scrub it good with just hot water and then grease it up. And you can put it in a paper sack and throw it in the closet and let that cast iron drink back up that grease. Don't use all. Use a solid shortening. Or you can uh, coat it with your solid shortening, put it in the oven, Just leave it in there, and every time you're in your kitchen piddling, turn your oven on and just let that shortening bake into it. And once again, you'll have a great seasoned pan. And this round of chicken is about to get ready, y'all. My mama's fried chicken is that perfect blend of crunchy, 
yet succulent and juicy and moist and delicious. And it's just hot and crunchy. And it's my grandmother's chicken and it's my days in the trailer and it's the times with my father eating a chicken leg in Albany. I mean, fried chicken is one of those things that it's such an important part of the Southern table. It's really the main attraction. The smell, the aroma just takes me back in time. And it's a flavor that's affected not only my family, but a lot of people. We've shared a lot of tears over fried chicken at our restaurant. See that breast is already looking really, really good. And this is something else that we do at the restaurant. We take our, our, our tongs and we'll go right down the side of each side of that bone to open that chicken up to make sure it gets good and done. And you'll want to do that not on the skin side, but on the skinless side. See that? See what I'm doing? The water from the chicken is coming out and causing that fryer to just sizzle. So we are almost there, kitty. I think it's done. I'd say it's been in there a good 14 minutes. And, but I'm just gonna let this cook, and I kinda got a mess here, y'all, so I'm gonna be cleaning this up, and um, then I think that needs to try on my set of lips. <laughs> what you think? See if my lips fit that leg. <laughs> You know, I, I told you a minute ago, I think it's time to see if my lips fit this leg. <laughs> mm. It's so good. Mm. So daggum good, y'all. Mm. Brings back so many memories. You know, I, I remember that first Wednesday in our first little restaurant that was located in the Best Western. The boys kept saying, we need to do a buffet, Mama. We need to do a buffet. So I said, okay, we'll try it. We'll do hump day buffet on Wednesdays. We didn't have enough seats. <laughs> There were so many folks there, and they were there for this. The one way that I knew that I could show my family I loved them was to fry them some chicken. And my mom would just make it so good. You know, I never knew growing up when it came time to eat that we didn't have a lot of money. There might have been other times, but not when it was time to sit down at the table. We were always rich when we sat down to eat. And all these years later, it still reminds me of the way I showed my love for him. Might not buy him the newest toy, 
but I could fry them some chicken. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. I need a piece of white bread and some hot sauce. <laughs> well, that's it, y'all. It's been a wonderful, fun day to be in my kitchen with my friends. I thank y'all so much for staying with me and hanging in there with me while I got caught up on some cooking. And I hope y'all have a wonderful day. And you know, I always send you love and best dishes. Till we meet again. Join us each week for What's Cooking with Paula Dean. Spend a little time with Paula as she talks to her fans, makes some great dishes, helps with cooking problems, and she even gives some useful tips on how to make cooking easier and a whole lot more fun. If you have any questions or would like to talk to Paula, please send an email to podcast at pauladean.com. Join Paula and see what's cooking today.